The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Roto World Fantasy Basketball's Serviceable Waiver Wire Pickups. This is the Monday episode. I'm thinking... As I say this to my co-host and to all of you out there right now, maybe we should call this serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups, Steve Alexander, because I think intriguing is another word that we maybe use as much or more than we use the word serviceable. So that's my proposal to you at the start of this episode, serviceable and intriguing waiver wire pickups. Do you ratify that addition to the title of the, the un- informal title of this waiver wire podcast? Yeah, I'm 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 good with that because there's a lot of intriguing things going on uh, in the NBA landscape right now, especially uh, there in Golden State. Yes, yes, yeah. and we're we're gonna get to that in in a big way in a minute here. Uh, let's start though in Orlando. Markel Fultz, Steve. Last week you said that, and a, this is pretty prophetic actually. I don't know if you realized that you were prophetic last week, but you said it would probably what it would probably take for Fultz to become a hugely popular waiver wire pickup would be if he took over as the starting point guard for the Magic. Well, lo and behold, that happened on Saturday night with DJ Augustine healthy for at least one game. Markel Fultz started over Augustine. He didn't do a ton in that game, just nine points, two assists, three steals in 25 minutes. And he has three single-digit scoring games in a row after starting with 12 or more in each of his first three games. So he's kind of trending down in a way at the same time that he's trending up. And to (laughs) me... I would I would err on the side of adding him or acquiring him wherever I can while you know before the explosion happens. That that was a perfect, perfectly stated, um, <laughs> serviceable and intriguing podcast thing. He's trending up and he's trending down. It's beautiful, and it's true. I mean, he, he's not playing well, but the opportunity's there. He's former number one pick. Um, nobody really knows how good this kid can be because, I mean, we haven't seen him play in so long, but you know, I, I'm still super intrigued by him. I still own him in, in several places and, uh, I'm not really looking to put him in like a, a DFS, like a FanDuel lineup right, right now. Cause he's just not, he's just not hot, but you know, I would not be surprised. I'm going to try to be prophetic again. I would I not be it. surprised, uh, if he is going off 10 days from now. I mean, I, th- I think I think it's going to happen sooner than later. I love it. Yeah, so he is in no way, I would say, serviceable. He is in every way intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, next on our list, (laughs) Daniel House of the Rockets. This is a guy we've talked about a lot, and I think it's getting to the point where the window is closing pretty fast in competitive leagues. He's rostered in 34% of Yahoo leagues, 12.6 points, 5.4 boards, 0.8 steals, 1.0 blocks, 2.83s. Steve do you have any argument against adding Daniel House at this point? I do not. No, I, I mean, his last, if you just look at his last blurb on Roto World, he, he had a steal, a block, and three three-pointers with some boards and 15 points. I mean, and that's what he's doing almost every every time out, as, as the numbers that you just rattled off said. So, I mean, he's been a, a really pleasant surprise in Houston, and 
you know, I own him in a few leagues, and he, and he is a guy I'll throw in a daily lineup as well. If you picked him up or if you drafted him in a deeper league and you're kind of playing him in like a utility spot right now, it's a zero headache situation right now. House is, is putting up numbers more often than not at the moment, so let's hope that keeps rolling. Again, 34% rostered, so in a shallower league, he may still be out there. Meanwhile, Jaleel Okafor, uh, 18% rostered in Yahoo leagues. He's had a couple big games in a row, 26 points, five boards, and a block, followed by 15 points, 12 boards, and two blocks. Now, I think our most recent, one of our recent Roto World blurbs on Okafor said, you know, this could potentially be a matchup thing. Uh, the Pelicans facing some bigger lineups. So maybe this is a blip, a flash in the pan. But with that said, I think if you need a big man, you know, there's an opportunity in New Orleans right now. Yeah, and Derek Favors, I mean, he's looked okay at times, but he's he's kind of been up and down. And I, I still feel like he, he plays kind of like a, a really old guy with, with bad knees. I'd rather right. see Okafor out there. I'd, I'd rather see the young kid uh, with all this upside out there balling out. But, um, you know, I of course I rolled with Okafor the night he had like six points and four boards or something. <laughs> it was terrible. But uh, he's pretty much been going off ever since. So. Yeah, and I mean, Favors, Favors continues to be sidelined. So, yeah, there there is a, a scenario where Okafor, you know, kind of, his value disappears quickly, but it's a zero risk situation to pick him up. So he's certainly worth considering another. And here's another name though, Steve, for you, Dwayne Bacon. Maybe you've heard the name uh, scored a career high 25 on Saturday night. He had been in a slump to start the year and I think got dropped in a ton of leagues. I'm going to double check. Dude, he's been dropped in a lot of leagues. I know it keeps showing up like where I still have him rostered. Like Yahoo keeps reminding me that he's been dropped by like 17,000 users or something. Yeah, he's down to 12% rostered in Yahoo leagues. So he's out there in your league more more likely than not. And uh, he had been in a slump to start the year, and that's why he got dropped. Finally got his shot to fall more consistently on Saturday night, 10 for 21, en route to those career-high 25 points. So I'm all in for, for reacquiring Bacon if he got dropped in your league. Steve, do you, are you on board with that? I am. Uh, I'm a fan of the, the baseball team in Macon, Georgia, called Macon Bacon. Sure. Um, I'm also a fan of, of Dwayne Bacon as well. And I, I think I I may have dropped him in in one or two leagues where I had him, but I drafted him a bunch. So I, I think I've still still got him lingering around on, on three teams or so, I think. Yeah, and, and if you happen to not drop him, I think you're going to be happy about that because I think it may be on the verge of coming back together for him. Uh, another intriguing name to me, there's that word again, is Troy Brown of the Wizards, 8% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. He missed the start of the season due to a calf strain. Uh, this is the, the number 15 overall pick from 2018, and a guy who had some good games toward the end of last season and scored 14 in his season debut, then had three steals and a block on Saturday night in 22 minutes. Still on a minutes restriction, but the Wizards have been starting Isaac Bonga at shooting guard. So Troy Brown could get his chance for big minutes soon. I think he's a really uh, – what I say he's an exciting stash, maybe not quite, but he's close to that. Well, I mean, he's on a minutes limit um, still from an injury, and he's working his way back. So, I mean, it looks like he's probably going to start for a for a bad Wizards team once he's fully up to speed. I, I mean, I think he is kind of exciting, and, and – the cool thing is he's available in every league, and there's a lot of deep leagues out there where you are kind of looking 
you know, in the tall grass for a for a diamond, and <laughs> right. I think he might he might be that guy a month from now. So I, I kind of like I kind of like it. You're not even looking in the tall grass for a diamond. You're looking for like an interesting shaped stick. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're, you're looking for like just oh, there's like a rock. Oh, that's a cool looking rock. There's a leaf. Uh, yeah, yeah. There is something in this grass. Uh yeah. So we have talked uh, quite a bit throughout this season about how the Charlotte Hornets are kind of the land of opportunity. Uh, it turns out that the Golden State Warriors of all teams are that land of opportunity as well. So we've got a few names to talk about for the Warriors who are a complete mess right now in terms of their rotation. Eric Paschal, 27% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Draymond Green is hurt and uh, a torn ligament in his finger. I think the last word we had was he's going to be out at least a few games per Warriors coach Steve Kerr. It wouldn't be surprising, Steve, to see that be more than a few games. Pascal has had a couple 20-plus point games in his last three. He's not hitting three-pointers, not a lot of boards. He's had a couple steals and blocks lately. So not a thrilling fantasy profile, I wouldn't say. So I'm kind of – I'm pretty lukewarm about this one, to be honest with you. What are your feelings on Pascal? Uh, I don't own him anywhere. I really haven't looked at him very closely. I know, I know that – I see his name in the headlines and, and see him. I mean, he's he's, he's playing pretty well uh, for kind of coming into the season as a, as an unknown. But like you said, he's not doing it in a lot of categories. He reminds me a little bit of Kennard, uh, Luke Kennard over there in Detroit. He's kind of a a one trick pony, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, if we're looking at Golden State, I think I would per- personally prefer Glenn Robinson who is 10% rostered. He had 16 points, nine rebounds, three assists, two steals, and four threes in 36 minutes on Saturday. And he's a guy who's been getting minutes basically since the start of the year for the Warriors. Over his last four games, he's at 12.3 points, 6.0 boards, 1.0 steals, 0.5 blocks, and 1.3 three-pointers, shooting 51.4% from the field in 31 minutes a game. Uh, he's also 9 for 10 from the free throw line on the season. So he's really not hurting you anywhere. Nothing necessarily explosive is about his stat line. But, you know, if your league is of a of a certain size, I think Robinson is a worthwhile pickup. Uh, I agree with that. And and for all the reasons that you just uh, covered. Um, my favorite Glenn Robinson dad story um, <laughs> is Glenn Robinson's father was big dog. He played sure. at Purdue. And back in the like '95, we had a, a fantasy basketball league in Indianapolis, and and Big Dog was my buddy Scott's favorite player. And in a fantasy draft that included Michael Jordan and a lot of other studs, uh, Scott got the number one pick in our draft and took Big Dog Robinson as a rookie, and uh, it was it was laughable. And he 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 was fired up and thought he made a really good pick, and he. Ended up picking like the 110th best player with the first pick. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I thought that this was going to be some sort of remix of your Manute Bull story where you <laughs> chased Manute Bull through a hotel for not. Is that what happened? What was the punchline of that story? Manute chased my brother. After oh, Manute chased your brother because he took a photo, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. All right. Well, while we're talking the Warriors real quick, Damian Lee, one other name to think about, is 4% rostered. Double-digit points in three of his last four games, 
13.8 points, five boards, two assists, and 2.5 threes, shooting 52.6% from the field during that stretch. And there's also Kai Bowman, who had 16.7 rebounds, four assists, and a start for D'Angelo Russell. I mean, this is insane that all of these names are relevant on the Warriors at this point already. I mean, this is November <laughs> that all of these names are relevant for the Warriors. Matt, I have a, I have a confession to make. I literally have never heard the name Kai Bowman until you just said uh, I I would say I know a lot of NBA players and and some of many obscure ones, but I too I think before Saturday night had not heard of Kai Bowman either. Well, and I was out Saturday night and haven't really dug through uh, the box scores today. So I Kai Kai Bowman was just introduced to me right now, and it, and it feels it's amazing. It feels um, it feels wonderful. What about what about Jordan Poole? What do you make of, of that guy? You know. I picked up Jordan Poole in a couple deep leagues at the beginning of the season, and I was on board with it. He had an impressive preseason. Um, he looks like he could be a, a definitely an asset in points and threes at least. He's just shot it so badly. So I wouldn't say I've moved on forever, and I, he's definitely a guy that I, I when I checked the Warriors box score, I looked to see what Jordan Poole did. But I have, I have for the moment, dropped him in my deeper leagues. Yeah, and I think we need to keep an eye on him. I think uh, people need to keep an eye on Alec Burks mm-hmm. and maybe Marquise Chris, maybe <laughs> Omari Spellman, Willie yeah. Colley Stein should be on your radar. I mean, this Warriors thing, it, who would have thought that the Warriors would look like a G League team this year? It's insane. Um, and we haven't had a chance to talk about it. I know Mike Gallagher and Ryan Knauss talked about it on the Friday episode. What was your reaction, Steve, when you saw three months for Steph being out? I was just sad. I mean, I've got, I took him. I passed over Carl Anthony Towns and took took Curry with the number one pick in, in a five-cat league where we only start like six guys. He's in my lineup. It's a weekly lineup league, so he's been in there all week, and not surprisingly, I'm down 4-1. Uh, yeah. And it just, it just it stinks. And, I mean, they were playing so poorly anyway – there was already like concern, and then, you know, in my mind, I was like, well, they'll get they'll get this turned around. I mean, the Warriors, Curry's going to be great, and then he gets hurt. Now, <laughs> Draymond's finger supposedly is hurt. Although, in it, did you see the interview where he couldn't even keep a straight face when he no, was talking about no, his I haven't seen that. No. Oh yeah, he, he he's like laughing, talking about how he's not going to be able to play, and then D'Angelo Russell's now out. So I mean. Ugh. It's crazy. But, I mean, with, with Curry, it was like we were thinking, okay, is it going to be two weeks or four weeks with this broken hand, and then all of a sudden three months. And it's not even it's not even he's out three months. It's his status will be updated in three months. I mean, that's – and by then, they're going to they're gonna have won, like, seven games. And it, there's no I know. reason for I know. him to come back. I, I mean, he'll probably come back, but it will, will he come back and will be a cameo? I don't know. It's, it's brutal, man. And I don't know. I mean – this Draymond thing is scary too because there's no real incentive to play him. It's all terrifying. It's gone so bad, so badly, so fast. So if you own Draymond, I mean, can't cut him. I'm, but no, maybe trade him to somebody who who doesn't really pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, we all want more of those people in our leagues. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in Indiana, Goga Batadze is 9% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. He's getting a chance with Miles Turner out due to an ankle injury. I've only got Batadze this far down the list because he looks like more of a short-term pickup than season-long option right now because otherwise he looked really good on Friday night with 10 points, 9 rebounds, 4 blocks, and a 3-pointer. 
this is the number 18 overall pick from this year's draft a guy who was talked about going potentially even higher than that in the draft so he's kind of you know a pretty well polished player who's ready to produce right now again this early in the season i don't love to pick up a guy who might only have value for a week or two but if you have turner you got to pick up a tadze and just otherwise and if your league is deep enough and there's none of these guys are available that we've been talking about i think you pick him up well and also um i think it's interesting that he started on sunday and that game is almost at halftime and what is he doing let's look real quick this is a live update everyone this is a live box uh, score update. nine points two Whoa. rebounds two assists two blocks and a three yeah and that's yeah In that's almost minutes. at halftime of sunday's yeah, game let's... we taped this taping this sunday evening so yeah man i yeah i like i like the batadze you know what he's very intriguing <laughs> he is he is <laughs> It's the perfect word. I'm very intrigued by Batadze. How many games do the Pats play next week, I wonder? Uh, great question, Steve. Uh, if only we had a resource to find that out. <laughs> where would you Where would you go to get that information? I'd go to the Roto World Season Pass or Draft Guide. Yeah, you would. Let's see here. Let's see who gets there faster. Uh, you're going to win because I'm not going. <laughs> oh. I'm just sitting All right. here. Where is that old schedule grid? Oh, oh, there it maybe is. Maybe I should. Maybe maybe I should have gone with you. I got it. Yeah, you would. You had a, a wide open chance to win this. This <laughs> is the week starting November fourth. It looks like they play four games, Steve. Wow. Yeah, that's good information. That's really good information. And how long? How long is Miles Turner out for? Uh, last I checked, it was like weeks. A couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, four games and Batanza, and especially a deep league, I'm all about it. Yeah, I like it. Again, the only reason I hesitate is because I, I worry about his value disappearing. But you know. I, yeah, but I mean, a lot of us have people on our teams that we could probably live without. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Are there two? Are there two game? Uh, any two game teams this week? Any two-game teams the week of November 4th? Yes, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Clippers. Have, have two uh, the week of November 4th. And the Sacramento Kings and the Utah Jazz. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Interesting. Because, if I mean, I know a lot of people are holding a guy like Landry Shamet, maybe. Landry yeah. Shamet. I'd drop him and pick up the Taz, man. Yeah, I too would. Okay. Dylan Brooks, we got a few more names to hit before we get out of here. Dylan Brooks is a, another guy just very available in fantasy leagues, 7% rostered in Yahoo leagues, scored 16 on Saturday night with a couple of threes and a steal, quietly averaging 11.6 points, 3.0 rebounds, 1.2 steals, and 1.8 threes in a starting role for the Grizzlies. And I'm going to say it, Steve, he is a serviceable option on your waiver wire. You know, we have not, we have not blurbed Dylan Brooks since October 27th. That probably needs to change because I agree. He's playing very well. Um, I've been using him in FanDuel and I've been rolling in, in FanDuel. You know, FanDuel and, and DFS in general, I find I'm very streaky in. I get hot and I, I, I can't do anything right. wrong for like eight days in a row and then I go into a, a 10 day funk. But right now, things are going good. Um, and Dylan Brooks has, has, been, has been a reason for that. I've been, I've been rolling with him. Cheap. Why do you think that is that we get onto hot streaks with that? Because I I'm, I find that I'm the same way. The same way, and I yeah, 
I, I think it's that way with a lot of things. I think it's that way with like real baseball teams, you know, like a, a baseball team will, will look like garbage for a week and then they'll go on a, you know, nine game winning streak. And I, yeah. I just feel like things are very cyclical. And also even in the grand scheme of things uh, in the eighties, NBA was king, and then 90s, it was football, and I feel like football's kind of trending down a little bit. Basketball's trending back up. I don't know. I don't. I need to write a book about that, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I didn't know where you were going to – I thought you were going a number of different directions yeah, I, there. I, had, I, I don't know. I was ready to open up the floor because I thought that you were about to go on, like, pretty – you know, on a kind of a TED Talk kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jarrett Culver – Scored 20 points with four threes on Saturday night. The game was a blowout. They destroyed the Wizards. So there's a ton of garbage time. That's partially what allowed Troy Brown to run around and, and get some stats. So Culver, I would still consider just a stash. But at least he showed us what he can do when the playing time is there, if and when some injuries strike in Minnesota, et cetera, just 8% rostered. Uh, you know, I think it's a luxury to stash a Jarrett Culver right now, but if you can afford to do it, sure, I'm on board with it. Yeah, and I kind of feel like he's he's sort of on the same vibe as Markel Fultz. Maybe he's not going to do it right now, but I think before the end of the season, he's going to he's going to start doing things like this uh, somewhat consistently and and be worth owning. Uh, it might might just be a few weeks too early right now. Uh, just two more two more names to mention, Steve. I I do feel obligated to mention that Nemanja Bielitsa. Just 10% rostered, had, had hit double-digit games in three in a row, heading into Sunday night. The floor is yours here, Steve. Do you do you have a sales pitch on Bielitsa? I don't. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's a serviceable big man that I picked up in a ton of leagues with this four-game week this past week. He's actually played pretty well. I use him in FanDuel every time I play because he's cheap and he puts up numbers. And, I, I mean, I like the guy. I'm still indebted to Mike Gallagher for teaching me how to say his name two years ago. Uh, it's a fun name to say, right? Bielitsa. It uh, is. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I like him. How, I, I don't remember how many games the Kings play this week. There are only two games, actually. Oh, yeah. The Kings only have two games this yeah, week. Yeah, they're, so they're two. This is probably not the right time to, to pick him up. It's not. Um, with two games. But after that, if they play four the week after that, and and Bagley's still out, I'll, I'll roll with him again. They don't. They play 3-3-3. Three, three, and three, So, we, <laughs> Well, the last name for you is a guy rostered in 47% of leagues, but I think got dropped in a, in a number of leagues after an early season slump. Terrence Ross, a player who was pretty valuable last year in terms of points and threes, he's come back to life a bit with a couple double-digit games in a, in a row. So, He's a guy I'm thinking about adding if I have a a need for points and threes. Yeah, I'm just not a big Ross guy. Not a big Ross guy. Don't own him anywhere. Didn't own him anywhere last year. I just just feel like there's too many of those 11 points, one, three. Yeah, but Ross was better than that last year. Ross was 15 points, 2.7 threes last year. Now, that's a hard bar for him to clear this year. I'm just saying... Last year he was worth your time. Yeah, you know I'm I mean? not saying he wasn't worth my time. He just, I just, I just didn't give. Ah, him I my think time. you were implying. I think you're implying he wasn't worth your time. I'm just gonna say it. I, I think didn't you were. give him my time. I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> he, I'm just not a Ross guy. So, um, all right, okay, that's fair. That's fair. 
But yeah, um, and and it really, what he did last year doesn't matter if he's if he's not producing this year by now. That's true. I mean, we're only about two weeks in, but two weeks yeah. is at least a sample size big enough to to know whether a guy looks like he's got it or like he doesn't have it. And but I mean, I, shown, I haven't yeah. seen anything mind blowing out of out of Ross that makes me no, want to run out and pick him up. He's shown signs, and I'm just saying, Steve. If you watch an Orlando Magic game, they do call him the Human Torch for a reason. <laughs> so it could be any moment that Ross starts lighting it up again. I'm just saying. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's a streaky. He's a scorer. Yeah. So, All right. He's not scoring right now. Well, that is about it for us on this episode of the show. Don't forget to rate and review the show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen. We're here on Wednesday and Friday. Mike Gallagher hosts the Friday episode. We'll be back with our whip around episode on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. Steve, thank you for taking the time as always. We will talk to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.